the Wake Up Rundown from News 10 ABC. Good Friday morning, everyone. Today is April 26th, and this is your soggy storm tracker forecast. Today is a wet one. That may be an understatement when we pick up an easy one to two, if not two and a half inches worth of rain from sunup to sundown. In fact, even this morning, that rain started moving in overnight. And anytime today, as steady as that rain is, it can be heavy. And so watch for some pockets of rain. Watch for road splash, lots of puddles, and a high eventually in the upper 50s. It'll be a little breezy at times this afternoon. Into the evening, gusts could approach 30 to 35 miles per hour. And we're still dealing with that rain threat late tonight through the overnight. Maybe a thunderstorm at times this afternoon into the early evening, but really most of this is just a rainmaker. Tonight we're back down to the mid-40s, and that wind's still breezy overnight, but it really picks up for Saturday. Heads up, we'll deal with some early showers tomorrow morning. They should be out of here by the afternoon. Saturday we'll hang on to the clouds, and those winds start picking up. We'll have to watch for the threat for a wind advisory as gusts tomorrow, especially in the hills and higher elevation, could be gusting as high as 40 to 45 miles per hour. So planning to have a pretty chilly weekend, given that the highs of only 52 degrees on Saturday is a high of 50 by Sunday. Truly a raw weekend. You get through the wind Saturday, but then we get the showers back come Sunday. And again, next week we'll find the chance to warm up eventually to the average mark by the middle to end of the work week. That's your updated Storm Tracker forecast. Here's today's top headlines. New court documents reveal a string of conversations between prestige limo owner Naman Hussein and the New York State Police in the time leading up to the Schoharie tragedy and in the minutes following. Documents reveal transcripts of multiple phone calls dating back to January of 2018, in which Naman Hussein was pretending to be his father, Shahid. The documents also detail a call made to Hussein just minutes after that crash in October when Nauman asked if the claim of an accident involving his limo was a prank or not. An effort is underway in Saratoga County to keep a cop killer in prison. Kenyon Prine, the man who shot two people and wounded 10 more at Joyce's bar from his Mechanicville apartment in 1976, will have another parole hearing soon. Mechanicville police urging community members to write the Department of Corrections, asking the parole board to deny the 75-year-old man his freedom. There's some crimes, as far as I'm concerned, that are so reprehensible that you give up your shot at freedom when you commit them, and the murder of a police officer certainly is one of them. Prine first became eligible for parole in 2001, but has been denied every time. Palace Theater remains closed this morning while work continues on a water main break. Several upcoming shows have been canceled, including Derek Hoff Live, which was scheduled for tonight. News 10's Lexi Nall is in Albany this morning with an update. And the water commissioner said that when his crews got here on Tuesday for a call for water in the basement of the theater, they soon found a broken valve. And he says the theater was absolutely right to shut its doors because that valve did serve a very important function to the theater. Sometimes there's multiple, one or more mains that may go into the building for your fire protection. Uh, and I think that's what this branch valve was for. Yeah, I think the, the theater did what was prudent. And, you know, you need certainty of outcome before you schedule something. And there was a lot of uncertainty, and they made a, the right decision. Well, even though the water is back on now, it looks like Derek Huff Live will not be happening tonight. But that's not the only show that was called off because of the break. The theater posted a note on Facebook yesterday afternoon canceling the kids' show PJ Masks Live. That was scheduled for last night. The theater apologized for the inconvenience as crews continued to repair the break, but some parents were not so forgiving. Many commenting that they showed up at the theater with their kids and had to deal with meltdowns. 
One person writing, quote, I just drove three hours to surprise my nephew, who is now crying in his cat boy costume in the car. But now road crews are nearly done with their work. There's just one block of Pearl Street closed down to Wilson Street at the moment, and that's where they still have to repave. Crews are just arriving here now to begin that work. Now reporting live in Albany, Lexi Nall, News 10, ABC. Now, if you purchase tickets on Ticketmaster, you will get an auto refund. If you bought tickets in person, you can go to the box office for that refund. Stunning new details this morning about the scale of the sexual abuse scandal rocking Boy Scouts of America. New court documents identify more than 12,000 alleged child victims since the 1940s. Nearly 8,000 scout leaders and volunteers have been alleged to be responsible. The findings, part of testimony from Dr. Janet Warren, an expert hired by the Boy Scouts in 2011 to review their database of banned volunteers and to offer recommendations on how to best protect children from predators. It is astonishing. We will be following that story for sure. And for the past two summers, the public pools in Troy have been closed. But now the work is finally beginning to reopen one of them. Several steps need to be taken, including stripping away decades of layered paint that covered the pool. The work being partially paid for through a state grant, as well as bonded funds that will be paid for by taxpayers over the next 20 years. Officials hope the South Troy pool will open on July 1st. We'll keep you posted. A local man has been found guilty of stabbing his wife's cousin to death. Albert Mercer attacked Patrick Collins when Collins came to check on his cousin after she and her husband had a domestic dispute. Collins was leaving the Mercer's home when Albert chased him down with a knife and killed him. He was found guilty of first-degree manslaughter and tampering with evidence. He's set to be sentenced at the end of June. An effort is underway in Saratoga County to keep a cop killer in prison. Kenyon Prine, the man who shot two people and wounded 10 more at Joyce's bar from his Mechanicville apartment in 1976, will have another parole hearing soon. Mechanicville police urging community members to write the Department of Corrections, asking the parole board to deny the 75-year-old man his freedom. Prine first became eligible for parole in 2001, but has been denied every time. New details this morning. The former top aide Governor Cuomo, Joseph Percoco, has now been disbarred after being convicted of corruption. The state Supreme Court ordered his name stricken from the role of licensed attorneys. Percoco began his six-year federal prison sentence last month. He was convicted of bribery and fraud in the Buffalo Billion Bid rigging scheme, pocketing $300,000 from companies who did business with the state. And hey, a local man is set to cash in his winning Powerball ticket for $1 million today. Yolanda Vega will be at LePage's Market in Cohoes, the store where that ticket was purchased, to present the lucky person with that million-dollar check at 11 o'clock this morning. New York's newest lottery millionaire matched the first five numbers in that March 27th Powerball drawing. Tune in at noon to find out who that lucky person is. And hey, here's a big reminder for you. The first round of the NFL draft is in the books, but rounds two and three are airing on News 10 ABC. Round two is on tonight. And because of that, Wheel of Fortune and Jeopardy that normally air on Channel 10 ABC at 7 and 7.30 will now be airing on Fox 23 at the same time. So tonight, Wheel of Fortune and Jeopardy still running at 7 and 7.30, but you'll tune in to Fox 23 to catch those shows and to see Jeopardy James continue his winning ways. We'll see, right? Hey, beginning today, the Capital Cup for Kids is back. Yep, it's a major fundraiser. It plays a huge role for the Ronald McDonald House of Charities. And Ben, you're on the ice yourself now? 
Hey, good morning, Raxi. I am on the ice and I got the Capital Cup hardware in my hands as of right now. The 10th annual Capital Cup for Kick kicks off later today. But guys, while this hardware is pretty gorgeous, it's not all about that. It's all about that the money that they're raising for the Ronald McDonald House charity last year. They raised about $160,000 and this year they're looking to uh, go past $200,000. And I'm joined by one of the co-chairs, Jake here. Jake, thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me. Ten years ago. What made you guys want to start this up? So we started, uh, we, the very first year we started, we had four teams. and. Uh, our the founder, John, his family actually used the services of the Ronald McDonald House at Albany Med. Mm -hmm. Second year, we said, how do we grow this? And let's donate some proceeds to a nonprofit. That was the obvious choice. Fast forward 10 years later, I think the first year we raised $4,000. Mm -hmm. This year, the goal is 200000 All of that money stays local. Collectively, over that 10-year span, we'll have raised more than $800,000 for the Ronald McDonald House in Albany. Almost at the one million mark. It's, it's amazing. I would imagine, no, absolutely awesome. What you know? When did you start to notice this really uh, take off and skyrocket? Like you said, that first year about four thousand. Now, close to a million. Probably five years into it, uh, when we added, we added honorary captains. So, a uh, child and a family that's either that has stayed at the house or is currently staying at the house right now. We assign each one of those teams. So this year we have 23 teams. Each of those teams has their own honorary captain. Mm -hmm. It makes it real for them. They see the, the kids come into the locker room. Uh, they come over to the bench. They actually get to, uh, they, they understand what the families are going through yeah. and, and it motivates them to raise more for the house. Yeah, you know, I was going to say, we were talking a little bit earlier, while this is, you know, some gorgeous hardware, it's really, you know, it is competitive. You know, it no is. one goes easy on the ice no, out here, but, uh, you know, no. they play for the kids. Um, but, you know, like being able to win a piece of hardware like this and do something special, what's that like for you guys, too? So we've won it once. Um, every Every team out there definitely plays uh, for, they, it's competitive, but they, they also balance it out with the fact that they know that there's a cause behind it, an important cause. But um, we've got 23 player, or 23 teams, about 375 players from across upstate New York coming down. Mm -hmm. um, and it'll be 40 games from starting today through next Sunday. Yeah, that's a lot of hockey. A lot I, mean, of hockey. I mean, so I mean, your, your body probably goes through a lot within this week or so. I'd imagine. Like, well, three <laughs> games. Every team is guaranteed three games. So, like, you're you're pretty tired at the end of the tournament. But, um, like I said, you, when you get to meet your honorary captain, you, you kind of get everyone really mm -hmm. gets excited, looking forward to seeing how the fundraising totals are going, checking the scoreboard to see who's who's out. Um, Outperforming the other the competition yeah. out there, so it's it's a great great time for everybody. And you're telling me it's bad luck to touch the hardware as a, as player, a player, as yeah. a player. So I'm gonna take this away from you. But the proper way to hoist it, you just, that's right, just take it each side, and you just that's right, that's it right that's, there. That's the move. Oh my God, this is heavy. All right, I'm gonna put this down. But guys, the Capital Cup for Kids kicks off today, going until next week. Of course, all about donating to charity. But now, Ryan Casino, we'll send it back to you in the studio, live in Albany. Ben Ryan, News 10, ABC. Today's Giving on 10 Now, we'd like to highlight Union College men's and women's hockey teams. The two teams coming together to work with Stride Adaptive Sports to host a prom for teens with special needs. The event happens tonight at the Union College campus. Stride is an organization that helps to educate and empower individuals with special needs in life-changing sports and recreation programs to sustain healthy, active, and fun lifestyles. And kudos to Union College for hosting that prom tonight. If you know of someone helping someone in need in the community, giving back in some way, let us know about it. All you have to do is send us the story and a picture through our social media pages, or you can email it to newsandnews10.com. Use the hashtag GivingOn10, and we'll be happy to get that good news on the air or online.
Do you enjoy starting the day with the Wake Up Rundown? If so, do us a favor and take a second to rate the podcast and leave us a review in iTunes or the Apple Podcast app. It helps other people find the show and it makes sure that you're subscribed to get each morning's episode automatically downloaded into your feed. For more of the stories in today's podcast, head to news10.com or Wake Up With 10 on air every weekday morning starting at 4.30.